2: Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We are professional organisers who are here to help you simplify your life, have an intentional life, declutter and do all the good things. I'm your host, Amy Ravel,
0: And I'm your other host, Kirsty Farooja. And today we have a third mic. We've got a guest in the virtual studio <laughs> and I we are going to let her introduce herself.
3: Hi everyone, my name Tanya and it's great to be here
0: and tell us a little bit about yourself, Tanya?
3: Sure. Um, Well, I live in Sydney and I'm um, a mum to three beautiful kids, um, married to my uh, Cambodian husband. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and... um, How did you find out (laughs) about the art of decluttering? (laughs) Tell us how how you came to be here today. Okay. Um, So, well, I... Didn't really listen to podcasts until um someone recommended two peas in a podcast um so and they then mentioned you guys um and I went to one of the live shows one of the two peas live shows and Kirsty you were there and um, lots of people were saying Kirsty's here Kirsty's here <laughs> <laughs> and I and then um I really got into your podcast as well I think you guys were the second podcast. That I checked out. Um, and it was like, oh yeah, this is great. Cause I was trying to um, organize and declutter a lot of kids' clothing at that time. So it was like really, yeah, really what I needed. <laughs>
2: at the was time. that pre lockdowns and COVID, Tanya? Because yeah, I'm it kind was. of feeling that was about 12, 18 months ago. Is that right?
0: Yeah, well, Mandy and Kate did their one and only live show in Sydney the weekend before lockdown
3: that's right so, yes yeah. <laughs> I know and Mia Friedman sat next to me at that live show very exciting oh, I was now like you, now you've really good I'm name dropping <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know me we just sat she just sat there and I said hi I'm Tanya and she's like hi I'm Mia and then my friend said that's Mia Friedman <laughs> <laughs> so many cool people there that night <laughs> Yeah.
0: And so then you started decluttering around your house or started listening to us and wanting to declutter around your house. And how did you find that?
3: Yeah, I found it really good because I would just pick on an episode when you focus on a certain area and I would try to just focus on that little area. But I did find it like I was motivated by it all. But then I, I thought it's actually a lot more involved than... <laughs> Like a lot of time and thought and energy goes into it, especially when you accumulate things over time and with kids and, you know. So I I did make some little um, changes um, and I was really keen to like get rid of things. I think just the whole mindset that you guys talk about of, you know, when you get rid of things, it's really freeing. And so I was quite, I found that quite easy to do to get rid of things um but just organizing the things that I had was sometimes tricky as well you know and tell us about the kids how
2: old are they and did they help with the decluttering and organizing process or were they making the mess uh
3: well you know they're children so (laughs) I think um yeah we my eldest child um is the most involved in that sort of stuff. He gets quite excited about um, making a space look nice. But at the same time, he loves being creative and getting out all of his toys and playing and, you know. So, Um, yeah, my younger two didn't get involved as much as my now nine-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So, but a lot of it at the beginning, I that I really noticed was all the clothing. That was something I found. We were given a lot of clothes for the kids, and then you know, yeah, just sorting out what was because sometimes it would be clothes that were too big for them, and then you put it away and think, oh, that's for next year or the year after. Um, so there were clothes that they were wearing now. Then there were things that that they would wear later, and you know, <laughs> you know what it's like. And it I've got two all boys. Built out- Yeah, I've got two boys, so the age gap, so I've got a nine-year-old boy and a four-year-old boy. So I couldn't really, but I did, (laughs) put some of the big clothes into the little cupboard for my youngest, but then it would be quite a while before he could wear them. So I needed to have some better systems, which um, Kirsty helped me with. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: tell us, tell us about that. Like why, how, what was going on that you decided to actually give me a call and say,
3: help. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I listened to a few of your episodes. One of them was about, um, kids with disabilities. Uh, I think, did you guys interview Mandy or? Yes. We
1: interviewed
3: Mandy about twin life. Yeah.
2: And we interviewed one of my girlfriends about, um, living with, kids on the autism
3: spectrum. And- That's right. Yeah. So I listened to a few of those specific episodes where people were talking about disability and my daughter has a disability. Um, so our daughter has Down syndrome and she's also on the autism spectrum as well. And so when I heard those podcasts and also Peter Walsh, oh my goodness, like he mentioned a bit of that as well and those implications. Um yeah and I just thought okay I need to ring these people and <laughs> have a chat and see what we can arrange so um yeah and I was so excited that we could access NDIS funding for this as well because I just didn't I didn't even think about that um because usually you just think oh the um disability funding is for the therapies for the child and um, or equipment, you know, to make toileting easier or things like that. But I I thought that really makes sense that you can use this for services like decluttering. And I was like, whoa, this is exciting. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a chat with Kirsty last year and, um, yeah, made some appointments to – so Kirsty and – Um, Rachel came in and um, it was awesome. It was so good. What areas
2: did you tackle, Tanya?
3: Oh, well, there were lots of different areas that I had in mind. Um, Some of the things that – so there were a few sessions. One of the sessions was um, the kitchen. So, you know, we spend a lot of time as a family in the kitchen and – yeah, Kirsty helped me think about um, what's the function of every, like, because I was saying, she she was asking me, what are the hard things about the kitchen? And I was like, oh, you know, the cups are right up there and the kids can't reach them, so they always rely on us. Like some kind of common sense things, but when you're just used to it all the time, you just don't really... Um, and when
0: you're juggling a million things in your head like you are, when, when you're dealing with your, like you've, you're, you've got so much, you, you're a wonderful wife, an amazing mum, you're doing appointments for all three of your children, but particularly for one of them you're trying to navigate NDIS and NDIS funding and all the things that come with the National Disability Insurance Scheme. There's a lot going on for you. And so having somebody else come in and have fresh eyes on it really helped in this situation. It really
3: did. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And I think I always knew that stuff was important, but I just had a lot of other priorities that I Mm -hmm. had to to focus on beforehand so yeah um, yeah. and last year was the first year that my daughter went off to big school so she's in a specialist school where um, they have six kids in the class and two teachers and you know she gets um, all the you know they're fantastic they've got individual plans for each child and they're really great um, so last year was the first year that I thought okay on those days I'm going to be able to focus on all of this stuff. And then, of course, lockdown happened, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the year wasn't um, what any of us expected it to be. Um, but the fact that when they did go back to school, you know, by the second half of last year I could have you guys come in and it I was like, wow, I just felt like I was – So getting so much done in just a few hours, which I wouldn't have been able to do by myself, like it would have taken so much longer.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing. Speak for a moment to other parents who like you um, have kids with additional needs and have NDIS funding. How did that all work? Like share with us the nitty gritty of did you? Are you plan managed or self managed? And yeah. were there any troubles accessing decluttering services through the plan? And yeah, also the complexities of it... having such so much on your plate.
3: Yeah. Um, so I used. I'm both um, plan managed and self managed. You can um, you can be one or the other, or you can be combined. So I have a bit of both. The self managed, I think gave me a bit more flexibility um to so that's what I used for your services um and yeah it was very straightforward there were no issues it I was like wow that was too easy (laughs) um and yeah and I actually I think I said to you Kirsty this is like Oh, I was just so, yeah, I was just so happy that we could use that because I thought it was such an important thing for the functioning of our whole family. And when when the whole family is going well and things are running smoothly, it really benefits the child with additional needs. And that's... Um,
0: it frees you up, like when you're not burdened by... Oh, I've got to get this kitchen sorted. I've got to get this kitchen sorted.
3: Because I think all the other therapists, I mean, not that you're a therapist, but like the speechy, the OT, they give you work to do. Like they'll say, you have a session. And then they'll say I really want you to work on this with your uh-huh. daughter. And then there's all these kind of things you have to do before the next time. And they're all lovely and they've you know they're yeah, awesome. But it's, so much. but it's like okay, I'll try and squeeze that into my week and um, you know make sure you try this and work on this with your daughter and but when you guys came it was you weren't giving me extra things to do. You were actually taking a lot of my tasks off my shoulders and you would doing it for me, like even just taking away the stuff, Um, Mm -hmm. even just the whole, I really appreciated how you asked the questions and got me thinking about, you know, what's the function? How often do you use this space? You know, um, what? Yeah, you just asked some really good questions that helped me even later when I was doing some things on my own, I could just think, I could have you in my head. I just imagine you're out there asking me questions or even just talking to my kids about um, how often do you use this toy? And, you know, I could use those strategies with them. So that was me.
1: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary.
2: Life is full of
0: awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary
2: plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.
0: We yeah. did the boys bedroom.
3: Yeah, the boys bedroom. That was um yeah, they were so excited about that. We converted one little area into the Lego play area. And yeah, yeah um yeah, organized a lot of their clothing and Um, under the bed oh that's right another one was all the stuff under my bed yes that's what I was like
0: and then we did the linen cupboard and your under bed storage
3: sentimental boxes yes yeah Um, we did a
0: bit of Emma's clothes as well which is really tricky for you
3: that was early on yeah and the children's books
0: And yes, I was getting to that. I was like, the other thing that was really tricky for you is because you are a teacher.
3: Yes.
0: And I love
3: children's books.
0: You love children's books. So it was, that was, so talk to us about, like, you don't have to go into the specifics of what went on, but more around like the mindset, like what shifted Like what had to shift in your mind for you to be able to let go of things? Because there's like there's lots going on for you in your mindset.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean some things are really easy to get rid of and then the sentimental things I found harder to get rid of. I think um, things from the past, you know, yeah, because it, it is interesting when you stop and think about why am I holding on to these things. I mean, clothing, that's really easy from my perspective, clothing to get rid of. But then some little sentimental um, notes or, you know, something that reminds me of my dad or because my dad's passed away and the things that kind of represent... Um, special people or a special time or something, it's hard to just throw it away.
2: <laughs> and what did you do with them? I assume that kids yeah. didn't make you chuck away all your important things. No,
3: no. She was kind. Um I didn't feel I didn't feel pressured. Like I um I thought it was helpful questioning. And sometimes there were moments where you're like, oh <laughs> like, but I I know that at the end of the day she wouldn't make me get rid of anything I didn't want to. Um, yeah, so I understood that, but sometimes she would say, why does your son need this many pairs of school socks? Like (laughs) they're all the same, like, you know, um, so that was straightforward. It made sense. Um, yeah, we created sentimental boxes that day. Um, so.
2: For the kids um, as well as you?
3: For all five of us. Yeah. So mine has a lot in it. Um, my son, my eldest sons has quite a lot, and then the other three don't have much.
2: <laughs> They're the two
3: very sentimental people.
2: Or you just gave up collecting things. You went oh. first one, I'll collect everything, and then like, yeah, oh, I'm too busy exactly. to do it all now.
3: Exactly. So he's has things from like playgroup and like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you don't need to keep that. <laughs> it's like oh it's really nice (laughs) so anyway
0: the other thing that was really interesting working with you was the cultural differences that your union with your husband has made um and you living you lived in cambodia for many years as well so you understand his culture a lot um, and there's cultural things that came into play in your home like for instance yeah. he goes and buys cambodian rice in massive <laughs> sizes oh, I forgot
3: about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we had like a 20k bag of rice yeah um, which was you in had a big cover as well
2: so that you can pour <laughs> it in the pot <laughs> it's
0: so
3: heavy it's so heavy. yeah
0: <laughs> so that like That's i funny. found that really interesting because i mean I am fortunate enough to have been to Cambodia. Yeah, so I, right. it wasn't um, a complete, like it, smelling yeah. the rice took me back to Cambodia yeah, and beautiful. it wasn't a completely foreign culture for me to, yeah. um, to be able to understand when I spoke to you. Yes. Um, but it was just, it was very interesting as well um, yeah. to see that, um, the dynamic of the two cultures being played yes. out in your home
3: yeah and that's right because the rice had its own cupboard like it was you know it had a shed out the back it, Kirsty it, was it like, so if the rice isn't there what's the purpose of that cupboard <laughs> and so in the end we found a new home for the rice in the kitchen area and got rid of the cupboard <laughs> and got rid of some other bits of furniture that Yeah, created a bit more space in that room.
2: (laughs) What does it look like now, having worked with Kirsten and Rachel, when things go busy or when you have to do a hospital trip or when therapy happens or when you want to have people over for dinner, has there been like real-life workings out where the benefit has shown its way through?
3: I think uh, the immediate thing was just the ease of using the kitchen and kids being able to get everything themselves because they were down low and um you know basic stuff like that but then we did have a few um spontaneous visitors come midweek you know just random times and I I thought oh I don't feel um like it's chaos in here like I just was I don't know I just feel like oh there's space, you know, there, um, my husband, one of my husband's friends stayed for a couple of nights cause he lives quite far away and had some work in the area and it was a bit last minute. And, um, so he was like, Oh, you know, so-and-so is coming to stay for a couple of nights. And I'm like, that's cool. There's space, you know, and it wasn't, I didn't feel like we had to clear away a lot of things to make space. It was, I mean, not that it's like it wasn't disastrous or anything. It was not at all no. <laughs> disastrous when we walked in, no. But, you know, when you just have that sort of what you, a standard that you want yeah. when you've got visitors and that sort of thing. So it was just, yeah, I don't know. We could be a bit more spontaneous. And, Are the kids more able to pack up
2: after themselves?
3: Yeah, Um I mean, it's an ongoing thing, to That's, be perfectly yes, honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> it's not like a magical ending. But And they're it, still little. <laughs> yeah. So Luke, yeah, our youngest is four. Um, Emma is seven um, with an intellectual disability. So she is kind of younger than Luca intellectually. Um, so they're kind of, yeah. Um, but I think if we make it fun, like, you know, if, if we put a song on and say let's all um, try to get this room tidied up before the song finishes, if we make it fun like that, it goes pretty well. Um, yeah. So, you know, but it's it's the process. <laughs> <Still>, yep. <yeah. Absolutely. laughs> and sometimes they create things like the boys love trains and everything and they'll create a whole thing and then they're like, oh, let's just pack the trains but not the tracks because, you know we want to use it again we spend tomorrow. all that
2: time yeah on. like
3: they really put a whole lot of heart into their creations <laughs> with lego as well and so yeah just got to think of ways to display something and then make it look neat so we can vacuum and things. Awesome. Well,
0: thank you so much Tanya for sharing a bit of your story with us. Thank yeah, you for my um, pleasure. Thank you for being my client. You were oh, such a joy you. to work yeah. with. The laughter and the tears that yeah, we shared. Yeah, I know
3: exactly. <laughs> no, I really I yeah, I've been recommending you guys to lots of people and um yeah, I just think it's awesome. And yeah, I think you guys do a really great job. Made a difference in my life.
0: Thank you. <laughs> hey, Amy, do you have a review to read?
2: Today's review is titled Fantastic Tips and Tricks to Motivate. And it's a five star review. And how's this for a cool handle on Apple Podcasts? The kids can call you Hooju. That's literally what it's called. I love that. The kids can call you Hooju. Baywright, I just discovered this amazing podcast this morning. Oh, that's awesome. I stumbled upon it while I was looking for something relevant to listen while I started my decluttering journey. I am so grateful that I did. I've learned so much about how to tackle every single aspect of the overwhelming job of decluttering. So, so many fantastic tips and tricks. Listening to this podcast has really helped to motivate me and spur me on. Thank you, ladies. Keep up the great work we shall keep up the great work (laughs) and today we would like a special group of people to leave a podcast review and that is if you have ever lived in Cambodia so if and and I'm just going to put a qualifier on it I'm going to say that living there has to be 10 weeks or more so I'm we're like we're going really specific so, Listener, if you do qualify this week, I mean, anyone can write a podcast review, but if you have lived in, in Cambodia for more than 10 weeks, you pretty much have to, otherwise we're not going to get a review this week.
3: What? And actually, Tanya,
2: you might just have to leave a review.
3: <laughs> well, I can think of a couple of friends I can um,
2: yeah, someone, hook can them up
3: to
2: do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was so lovely to meet you, Tanya. And listeners, thank you 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 for joining us. Um, Come over to our Facebook community and tell us what your bit of gold was out of today's episode and encourage Tanya in her decluttering journey. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes
0: or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app. Or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there.
2: If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash the decluttering We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,